Hey guys, welcome back to Modified Lifestyle. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Red Jod. And today we're going to talk about a topic that we've actually wanted to talk about for a while now. And I think it's really appropriate now with a lot of people, you know, kind of storing their project cars, maybe working on it during the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically we're going to be talking about our top five favorite mods. Yeah, so these are kind of like, they're really common mods that a lot of car enthusiasts kind of do. Uh, especially over the winter too, you know, it's really easy to work on your car if it's in storage. So this is something that a lot of you guys could find useful and that, you know, we're going to be also incorporating into our own cars that you guys will probably see next year. Yeah, this list is in no particular order, but first up is suspension. Now, there's a reason why I believe this. everyone should kind of finish this up over the winter. It's so that, uh, you know, you get that fitment perfect spot on. Yeah, I agree. I think suspension is probably like one of the first mods that a lot of people think about when they're starting off their build or to start modding their car. Uh, like you said, like fitment, it's huge, especially in like the stance scene that we're really like into. In terms of suspension, you know, there's a lot of options out there. You can go springs, coils, even air suspension, which seems like it's really popular nowadays. Um, but like in terms of like winter builds, you know, if you're storing your car, this is actually like the perfect time because you're not driving your car, you know, you could work on the car as much as you like and you know even if it doesn't you know the fitment is not exactly what you're looking for it doesn't really matter because you know you can come back the next day work on it again try to perfect the fitment for you know when spring comes around Mm -hmm. and all the car shows the car meets start up again yeah another thing is air for anyone that's like really into air suspension you guys know how long it takes to actually do the installation for this so this gives you like four to five months to actually install it which is a big perk of you know building cars over the winter because you have so much time on your hands and you can literally spend it all in the garage there's no car shows anymore you know you're not really going out so this is a perfect time yeah you can really fine-tune like the way your suspension works you know your fitment and everything especially if you're doing it yourself too uh learning how to install air suspension uh, it could take some time, you know. You yep. really have to know the ins and outs of your car. Yep. But, you know, you have all winter to do it. You know, you have all the time in the world. Yeah. So I think that's it's a really good advantage that if you're storing your car, you have all that time to, you know, fine-tune everything. Yeah. And obviously, with that time, you'll actually perfect it. Because where you would, if let's say you buy the air suspension in the summer and you decide to install it in one week, well, that it's gonna like be rushed you're gonna be missing parts you know that kind of stuff it, it always happens right yeah um, especially with fitment and stuff you know you could need like camber arms you know adjustable control arms all that kind of stuff and that takes time to order if you do need it yeah so you definitely have the wait times on your side yeah exactly so the second one on the list is wheels so i, I feel like suspension and wheels really coincide very 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 well mainly because fitment yeah, exactly. Like we said, fitment, it's huge in stancing. Uh, wheels and suspension go very well together. Uh, I think most car enthusiasts, it's either wheels or suspension. That's usually their first mod that yeah. they do. It's mm-hmm. very, very popular. Uh, in terms of wheels, like the variety is endless, really. And you can honestly just take the t- this time over the break to literally pick the perfect wheels that you like on your car. Like whether it be three-piece, monoblock, or even two-piece. You can honestly decide to do anything that you may please yeah exactly you could even build your own wheels too like we have a couple friends who've uh spent the winter building their own wheels you know polishing themselves uh getting the correct specs and everything together just you know to get 
everything perfected. Exactly. And, like the lips, you know, if you want to change the face yeah, or the exactly. barrel, right? Yeah. It, like you could take this time to literally do anything. Yeah. And even if you weren't building three-piece wheels, like I feel like a lot of wheel manufacturers, they kind of know like the, the slow times during the market. And I feel like during the winter, especially with like the holiday season coming up, you get some really, really good deals on wheels. Yeah. So if you're looking at wheels, you know, I think holiday season is probably like one of the best times to purchase brand new wheels, I should say. Yeah, definitely true. Because now's the time that they also do a lot of sales. Yeah, exactly. Another thing about wheels that a lot of people don't consider is the color. Yeah, a lot of people aren't really sure about what color they want on their wheels. And they end up powder coating it. Right? So the in this way... If anyone doesn't know, powder coating actually takes a pretty long time uh, to do. So, in the convenience of the winter, this is a perfect time. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, some people choose to paint the wheels too. Yeah. I would say powder coating is probably like the best way to go, uh, especially if you're if you want like longevity of the wheels and the paint itself. But like you said, like powder coating it takes time. So if you have your car in storage, if it's you know even if you're in like your winter setup, you can send your wheels over to get powder coated for a couple weeks or whatever. It's it's not really inconvenience in any way. And also if you're choosing colors too, like I think the more time you have to choose colors, the more you can find out what kind of style you're going for with your car, especially like even with choices of wheels too. Like there's so many different wheels you could get. Yeah. Uh, there's like JDM spec, Euro spec, uh, KDM American wheels. You know, there's even some really nice stock style wheels, yeah. I guess you could say. And even from like um, sizes, you know, different sizes on different cars or whatever, what kind of tires you want to run too. There's a lot of options out there. And I think you need a lot of time to kind of choose exactly what you want and something that'll suit the style of your build. As we previously said, I think this is the perfect time for people to actually do anything in terms of wheels because you have, you know, time. Another key aspect of wheels is importing. And uh, this has grown over the years. Uh, it's actually importing wheels from Japan, Europe, anywhere that they have really, really classic wheels. And that's kind of the style that you're looking for. You can definitely import them here. A lot of people, when they actually import the wheels here, they actually get them redone. So if they're chrome, they usually get worn. So this is a perfect time to actually even get the chrome redone, even though it's very, very expensive. But if that's what you're trying to get, like the style that you're trying to go for, definitely do it. Or as we said, to repaint it. Or powder coat next thing on our list is exhaust this is a very 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 popular first mod as well so the reason why I think this is a really popular mod is a lot of the a lot of the cars nowadays they're very very noise restrictive and I think that's why a lot of the uh, aftermarket manufacturers have come together and they've kind of released their own products that make your sound make a car sound way way better for an example, the Andrews Q50 is thinking about getting an exhaust, and it's because his car is way too, way too quiet. Yeah, honestly, I think a lot of the older cars, they sounded better. Like, their exhaust, even, like, the engine tones, too, they sound a lot better than these newer cars. Mm -hmm. A lot of, like, the newer cars, they're more focused on, like, fuel efficiency and, like, conserving the environment. So they put a lot of additional parts in to kind of restrict the flow and trying to uh, reduce the emissions that yeah. come out of the vehicle. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of why people put exhaust systems on, you know, to kind of open up the engine and, yeah. you know, even gain performance. Like if you do full catback exhaust, for example, you could gain performance from it, you know? Yeah. And like you, you look at old cars and there's a reason why there's not many laws. Like 
enforced on cars back then because literally there was straight pipe they just had a straight pipe all the way back right and that's why i i feel like old cars they sound much better because that's how they came right nowadays like every single car sounds like they're electric like you can hardly f- hear the engine even running in those things right yeah um, yeah they're really quiet and i think because like i said like it's just efficiency really you know that's where the market's going even like electric too like a lot of people are going electric now yeah but for like gasoline cars efficiency is like number one priority for like every car manufacturer out there yeah. right everyone just trying to be green you know reduce emissions and all that mm-hmm. and then there's all of us who's just trying to throw on loud exhaust systems yeah. and all that stuff yeah onto our cars we're just ignorant to make but we're proud <laughs> yeah exactly yeah a lot of people around the world actually uh you know cut off their exhaust for the culture and when i say that i mean mainly stance culture right the cars aren't meant to go fast let's be honest we're scraping everything on the ground but it's mainly to just you know show people that we're here yeah it's just like it's it's hard to explain to like non-car enthusiasts if you're a car enthusiast you understand why exhaust is such an important factor yeah uh but like to non-car enthusiasts it's really hard to explain yeah so at the end of the day you know the exhaust it's like one of the most popular ones because it kind of adds your own touch to the car exactly i could i guess you could say and there's a lot of customizations you could do too like other than full exhaust systems you could do like aftermarket mufflers aftermarket you know cats resonators you could do down pipes full down pipes whatever there's so much you could do you could even do like full custom exhaust you could buy all the parts separately and just have a shop put it together put it together yourself yep. to get like your own custom exhaust that you've designed and kind of built to your preference. And I feel like a lot of the people think that it's mainly for performance. It's also about sound. Like a lot of the V8 cars, they like they really don't sound good without that exhaust on or with an exhaust on, I mean. As soon as you chop off the mufflers, oh my goodness, holy crap. Like, you know, they it's it's up here. I know you guys can't see this, but it's yeah, up it, here, right? It, it goes up a lot, yeah. I'll say, like, the, the larger engine, like, from V8 Plus. Yeah. I'll say, you know, the, the engines sound pretty good from yeah. stock. They do. Yeah. But it's, it's it's you know, everyone out like, everyone around you. Like, yeah. They can't hear that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even, like, supercars, too. Like, I'm, I don't know if this really applies to anyone listening, but a lot of, like, the supercars, they come stock with some pretty crazy exhaust. Yeah. I think, like, some of the Lamborghinis, the Aventador, like, top-of-the-line SV or whatever, it actually shoots flames from the factory. Yeah. And even, like, some of the McLarens, too, some of the high-end McLarens, they shoot flames from a factory exhaust system, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy if you think about it. So, uh, one thing that we've uh, experienced get very, very, very popular uh, recently is four cylinders with an exhaust on it and when when i say exhaust i mean no exhaust and just straight pipe now for some this might sound cool but god damn it sounds horrendous yeah i would agree i think some some cars you know when you straight pipe it even like i don't know what kind of exhaust they're running exactly mm-hmm. but like some of the exhausts they're like really really obnoxious yeah i mean there is a time and place for exhaust and i mean if you're building like a car fully then yeah sure why not just go straight pipe but if it's like your daily please don't cut off your exhaust please yeah please, please. save everyone's ears <laughs> for real but yeah from a practical perspective um like exhaust systems they originated from racing so mm-hmm. a lot of race cars they 
put on these custom exhausts to like boost performance so you know if that's what you're going for if you're going for like a race car performance car uh like a full exhaust system is definitely the way to go yeah so the next thing on on the list is paint or wrap or even dip this is actually very popular uh nowadays a lot of people are getting old cars and kind of restoring them so over the winter it's actually the perfect time to get your car uh bonded up you know getting the paint on so it looks nice and fresh for the car season yeah exactly it's very it's really popular nowadays i think because a lot of people kind of know their style what exactly they want yeah and also if you're buying a new car you you don't always find the exact color that you want in the car mm -hmm. so by doing a wrap for example it's a cheap and easy way to change the color of your car yeah while still protecting the paint underneath yeah exactly and if you don't like it the following year you could do the same exact thing yeah you just peel it off yeah. and put a new wrap on exactly you know, same applies for dip too it kind of it works the same way yeah in terms of paint, I think paint is more, it's it's definitely permanent, yeah. obviously. But I think this is more for like, you know exactly what you want. Yeah. Or you're building like a show car, for example. Exactly. Like a lot of show cars, they are fully painted. Like the body, interior, exterior is fully painted. You know, you don't see a lot of, you don't see a lot of these full show cars with wrap on them nowadays. Most of them are painted just because, you know, you get a better finish out of it and it's more quality. It's better quality. Yeah. And especially in like... The show scene they take very much pride in the detail right so a lot of the paint they come with like lots of like they come with a lot of flakes in them so like it really like you know helps the paint shine yeah it really punches out i think you get like pearlescent so different colors you yeah. can even do like color shifting too which is really really crazy especially in paint yeah but yeah, like you said, like you could do like flakes. Like oh, that's really popular nowadays. People do like a regular color, and then they had gold flakes, for example. Yeah. You know, it, it adds that custom touch, and it's really unique. Yeah. Rather than just like a factory paint job or wrap. Indeedio. So the next one is body kits. Again, very, very, very popular mods. Again, it takes very, very, very long to actually install these kits to be like really on point. Yeah, to kind of get, like, the perfect fit. Exactly. And, like, body kits, for example, are kind of expensive. You know, a Very lot of expensive. A lot of people don't initially go for body kits yeah. right when they start a build or start modeling their car because, you know, they're expensive. And there's so many options out there, too. Yeah. And even, like, if if you don't plan on doing a body kit, you know, there's even, like, uh, aero kits, too. You can do aero kits or you can do, uh, like, aftermarket side skirts, front mm -hmm. lip, diffuser. There's so many options out there yeah. for body modifications yeah if, especially if you're trying to go straight body i think this really applies to that straight body i mean it's i mean it's very basic right everyone everyone at one point did it because it's very simple look but wide body is a whole nother animal and it really gets all the clout to be honest yes yeah, it's, it's i feel like wide body is kind of a trend right now yeah you see a lot of these people who've been in the car scene for years and years uh jumping on wide body kits and yeah. liberty walk whatever yeah all that kind of stuff yeah and that's kind of where the show scene is going. Yeah. Wide body. You know, we, we talked about SEMA before how every single super there was basically wide body. Yeah. Right. And that car just came out this year. So that kind of shows you what, you know, the car scene is going. Yeah. On. It, it really is getting it into a trend. But at the same time, it kind of shows competitiveness as well. I think that's what it's kind of leading towards is who can do it first and uh, who can do it the best. Yeah. Basically, I feel like I feel like the same way. A lot of the cars, especially in like the GTA car scene, I would say, um, they're similar cars. You know, it's all like similar style cars, uh, manufacturers, whatever, doing the 
wide body kits on. A lot of the kits are getting very, very similar now. We kind of had this with the BRZs, the Genesis's, and uh, the 370, 350Z, sorry. And now the Supers, I'd say. All the kits are very similar. They still have their own unique styling, but let's be honest, they all look the same. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I think, like, maybe two, three years ago, wide body, it kind of hit its peak in terms of uniqueness. Uh, it was kind of spreading out towards different kind of cars and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But nowadays... I think because so many people are in the community now, so many people are jumping on these trends mm -hmm. that everyone just flocks to the same wide body yep. kit, right? And then mm -hmm. we kind of get like this rinse and repeat yep. within the car community. Yep. And I think uh, what's really going to start taking off in the future, like in the next couple, I would say like one or two years, is uh, metal flares. Something that I've been looking at for a very long time. And it's very unique because... You're not actually like bonding like a lot of people when they actually mold a wide body kit on their car, they mainly just use bondo or some shit like that, right? Yeah. Or epoxy. But with the metal flares, that's permanent, right? That's part of the body now. Yeah. And it's very, it's ten times more unique because a lot of lot, there's probably like, I'd say four or five cars in the GTA that I have actually accomplished metal frames or successfully. Metal yeah, successfully. Yeah, and that's the thing, like. It's fully custom. Like, there's yep. no kit available. There's no template online. Yep. Nothing. These are fully custom. Like, these car builders, they're taking sheets of metal and just creating a flare out of it, yep. which is pretty crazy if you think about it. Yeah. And it takes a lot of skill to know how to do something like that. Exactly. And not only that, it takes a lot of time, too. So, if you're, like, if you're in the build for, like, the long term, you know, do over the winter break, it's probably, like, a really, really good time to do it. Yeah. Because, it again, it... The reason why we like to build cars over winter is because it's so much more time to actually get it done. Yeah. Right? And you don't want to just rush it in the two weeks, right? Yeah, exactly. Last year, there were a couple cars that came out with, like, the whole metal body fender flares, mm -hmm. which I really like. It's really unique. And, you know, overall, like, the ultimate goal is to fit bigger wheels under the, the fenders. And, you know, you achieve that. Yeah. And it's really, it's really different than, like, a wide body kit, for example. Yeah. I think the the Lexus is really like, the, the, I think there's two of them now, all both done by uh, Chop Shop. They're both done by Chop Shop. They did a very good job in terms of the angle of the flare. They really got it on, spot on, and it actually looks like it was meant to be there, and it doesn't look like, you know, you slap something on. Yeah. Right? Which I feel like, a lot of the wide body kits coming out now, they're very much just slapped on. Yeah, they're very similar, and like it, even if the wide body kit's molded, for example, it's pretty noticeable that it's an aftermarket wide body kit on the car. You know, there's only like maybe a few cars in the GTA that are molded wide bodies that you wouldn't even know were a wide body kit or like Liberty Walk, Pandem, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, because the work is done so well, mm -hmm. and I think that's what it all comes down to. Like, it depends on like who's doing the work, the quality of the workmanship, and all that. Like you said, like the metal flares, really, really good idea, but you need top quality materials and you need someone who's really really good at fabricating something like that yep definitely and like in terms of car community we can get really 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 like uh really particular on like the style right like if let's say if someone doesn't do a good job at paint right most likely the next day they'll be out of business because they just got heated online yeah and yeah. a lot of people will like shout them out or call them out on their work yeah basically but i think like in the future i think stock body is gonna kind of become more popular now because the wide body it's so trendy and it's so like mm -hmm. so uh, basic 
I was gonna say that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna say that, but it, yeah, it's pretty basic, I would say. Yeah. So I think the stock body is gonna come. It's gonna come back. I see a lot of people trying to fit like really, really big wheels under their fenders, under yeah. stock fenders, mm-hmm. and I think that's gonna become like mm-hmm. a new trend. I would say. Yeah, I like it's very Japanese styling, and uh, I feel like in the future, a lot of people that used to call that styling very, very stupid, are gonna jump on the bandwagon and they're gonna end up putting very big wheels that should not be under the you know the stock body under the wheels because hey it looks cool yeah yeah i totally agree with that so next on our list is interior now this is i would say not very popular a lot of people like their stock interior they won't even touch any interior parts maybe sticker bomb the dash or something like that but there are people around that really like their spicy interiors and when I say this, uh, the VIP builds, you really see them in, in those cars where they take the entire interior part and they really just redesign it to their liking. And I think that this is a very big contender for over the winter projects because it takes very long. Yeah, especially in terms of VIP styling, if that's what you're going for, um, like doing full upholstery is time consuming. Yeah. Especially if you're like completely gutting out your interior to do every single part of it. Yeah. It takes a lot of time mm-hmm. to do that. But I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily do that in the GTA. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just kind of accessorize it. Yeah. And that's another like really, really popular thing that people do. Mm-hmm. That kind of goes for any build. You know, VIP, especially, you know, like the VIP pillows yeah. and like people do like tables and like alcohol bottles, like full trunk setups, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's really popular there. So another, I think another part of that is respect. And what I mean by race spec is actually not even replacing the interior, taking it completely out. And a lot of people have started doing this as they get into the drift scene or the race scene. Uh, a lot of the stuff is there is adding weight, right? So a lot of weight reduction helps them go faster, better, you know, balance of the vehicle. But I've seen a lot of builds coming out that uh, they actually end up painting the actual inside as well which is really cool because they do like a really special color they do like lots of flakes and it looks very cool it's not very popular in the gta a lot of people just like to beat on beat the hell out of the cars over the drift season but yeah it's something that i've seen a lot of popping up over the internet very much now yeah in terms of like if you're going for performance if you're tracking your car drift and drag whatever rate reduction is huge you know people a lot of people just try to take out as much weight as possible mm-hmm. for the best performance obviously but there's a lot of um like other enhancements you could do to increase your performance or your handling i would say uh for example like aftermarket steering wheel that's really popular yeah. in ever in any scene really like the stand scene even if you're not going for performance a lot of people like the aftermarket steering wheels a lot of people like to customize their shifter knobs you know i've seen everything from like a table leg to yeah. a beer tap you know yeah. So there's a lot of customizations you could do interior-wise. Mm-hmm. I've also seen a dildo, which is pretty funny. Uh, very dumb mod, but like you know what, let them be. <laughs> they can sit on it afterwards. It's interesting. Um, I don't think anyone over here would do that, but no. you know, it's an option. But yeah, a lot of people do like. There's really no limit to interior. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's just personal preference, you know. But yeah, a lot of people like to accessorize their interior, you know. For example, um, like slap stickers or air fresheners to represent a certain crew or brand or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of ways you could accessorize your interior to your liking, really. Oh, something that I've actually seen grow very popular are floor mats. A lot of people 
just go to Canadian Tire and get, you know, the cheapest one that they can get, which is me, by the way. But something that I've seen pop up is custom floor mats built specifically for their car. And I've seen your car. It's pretty cool. I appreciate you for getting custom mats. Yeah, so I just got like a, a full set of custom floor mats for my car. Mm-hmm. This is also, it's very VIP-ish, but you see a lot of different, like even stance builds coming out with like custom floor mats. I think one of our friends, he's actually looking to get checkered floor mats, which is JDM spec, mm-hmm. right? So there's a lot of options you could do. Like for example, like VIP spec, people do um, quilted floor mats, right? Yeah. yeah. And we see a lot of cars in GTA with, the quilted custom floor mats which is really cool because it kind of adds more of that vip element to the car but still maintaining you know the oem form yeah still making it look very luxurious i think that's the main thing about you know the interior mods they want it to feel luxurious so another another mod that everyone really goes into with interior mods is replacement of their current audio system by kind of incorporating something like a Tesla screen or upgrading their audio to pretty much sound better. More bass, better speakers, right? That kind of stuff. Tweeters, whatever. Yeah, this is really popular in a lot of older cars where like the stock system wasn't yeah. that great, mm-hmm. right? Especially with uh, older cars, you know, the stock radio even didn't have a lot of features. You know, these days people want Bluetooth, people want uh, aux cables, whatever, touchscreen, all that kind of stuff. Older cars didn't really have that. So a lot of people, you know, swap out these systems for these new modern systems with like touchscreens, CarPlay, Android Auto, all these modern features. That also opens the doors to aftermarket speakers and subwoofers. Yeah. That's one thing that I really like about audio Mm -hmm. is all the audio builds in Toronto. Yeah. There's so many of them. There's a lot of them. Yeah. And like there's a certain amount of shows in the GTA where they all go to. And I really enjoy seeing all of these builds come together because... These are, like, ridiculous builds, yep. let's be honest. Yeah. Like, the, these aren't, like, replacement speakers, adding a sub in the trunk. No. These are, like, full-on, gut yep. the interior, yep. fill it with speakers. It's insane. And, yeah, I think that that actually contributes to more of the audio side. But the infotainment systems, I'd say it's mainly for better capabilities. The reason why people like to upgrade their systems is because it's very, very outdated. Right? The newer systems that have Android Auto and have CarPlay... They're very like up to date and they have like all these Bluetooth features with the actual system. Uh, well, the old cars, they're kind of like outdated, right? And us enthusiasts, we kind of like to modify everything to our liking. So someone like me, I really like Bluetooth. My car currently has auxiliary and I hate plugging it in every single time. So I think one of the mods that I'm going to be doing in the future is getting the Tesla screen type of thing going uh, where it's literally a tablet. And that tablet literally can do everything. You can watch YouTube videos in your car. Uh, Netflix. Netflix and chill on another level. In terms of uh, suspension, airlift, you can actually lower and, you know, increase the ride height of your car through your actual tablet, which is really cool. I know you can do it on your phone and you can just download the app and it'll actually give you the capabilities of doing that even. Oh, and lastly, I think playing music. It's, it makes it much, much more convenient because now you got Bluetooth. Yeah, exactly. I think the Android screens, um, it's really particular for different cars. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to find one for every car out there. Yeah. But when you do have one for your car, it adds a lot 
of yeah. functionality. Yeah. You know, like one of our friends over at Game Changers, he yeah. installed an Android tablet, and he could he literally watches movies in his car. Yeah, right. He just sits in his car and watches movies. Yeah. I remember. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time he told us a story of one of his friends. He was actually uh, he took over his uh, tablet and he ended up started playing porn. Uh, yeah, it went and, while he was driving. Yeah, and yeah. like his his entire car has speakers in it and everything. Yeah, it's like so, fully upgraded and everything. So like <laughs> you could hear that shit in, from the next car. But yeah, it's a very bad example. But you know what? It's, yeah, it, it shows it shows like the the capabilities of yeah. a system like that, yeah, right? Exactly. And on that topic of game changers, uh, one of the really popular modifications that game changers specifically yeah. has uh, kind of pioneered this yeah. year i would say is the starlights yeah so if you're not aware of this um similar to what rolls royce has in the headliner it has stars so it's literally these really tiny lights spread all across the headliner and it creates like this starry night kind of feel yeah all right which is really cool i mean you turn your uh let's say ash's car a sentra into a rolls royce <laughs> yeah yeah and we, we've seen it across a, a lot of different builds you know yeah i think it's more of like a show car kind of modification yeah right because it kind of adds this luxurious element to it even yep. if like vip like uh ash our friend his car is vip spec right yeah yep. and that kind of adds to that build yeah right? definitely i totally agree with that yeah yeah and that's that's kind of one of my favorite interior mods i would say too mm -hmm. like he's been pushing me to get it in my car but you know i don't know if exactly it's what i'm going for but hey it's it's one of my favorites i would say yeah totally agree with that the last one that we actually last mod that we have on our list is engine mods. Now, this is very popular with uh, race cars. <laughs> any uh, performance car, yeah, really. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Any any performance builds. They're going to end up taking out the engine every... Not every season, but like every couple of years. And redoing the entire engine because it's gone through hell. Yeah, especially, this, this really applies to... Um, like. People who are building a car for track, yep. track use, drifting, drag. Yeah. This is what it really applies to. Like a lot of people do engine mods to kind of just drive on the street or whatever. Yeah. But for what we're gonna be talking about, it's literally race car spec. Yeah. Right. And it's become very popular. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the people, uh, they end up taking a car that was non-turbo. They end up turboing it. They end up throwing a big ass turbo or two turbos on it. Uh, to make double, triple the power that it, it was intended for. Yeah, and we've even seen people uh, like purchase these older cars and swap in more modern engines. Yeah. You know, bigger engines. Like one of the popular ones is the LS Swap, for example. Uh, in like the race community, drift community, the 2JZ mm -hmm. GTE, really yeah. popular engine because of it, its uh, durability. Mm -hmm. You know, it could take a beat in mm -hmm. and it'll still run. Something new, RB26. They swapped them into the, like uh, the 240s older ones yeah even the rb26 yeah. yeah exactly people swapping them into older nissans yeah. right so i think that like in terms of performance engine swaps take up a lot of time too yeah right especially if we're talking over the winter mm -hmm. a lot of people choose to do engine swaps over the winter yeah right because of the time it takes especially yeah. if you're rebuilding the two the winter is like the perfect time to do it exactly there's no downtime pretty much for it you have more capability of getting parts quicker because less people are purchasing those parts yeah exactly and then like when spring comes you know you have all that time to kind of test and perfect it yeah right? you can just send it right just send it around the tracks and just send it so yeah, in terms of engine mods a lot of people do them uh mainly to you know get the best out of the cars not a lot of people will actually full up build their engine but they'll get like small little parts for it so like let's say intercooler radiator 
uh, get a bigger turbo, uh, new tune, so stuff like that. No, something very, very small. Something they can do on their own time or their downtime over the winter before they get back to the trucks. Yeah, and one thing to know about like doing engine mods, mm -hmm. you know, when you when you're upgrading parts or when you're adding like new parts, or whatever, mm -hmm. you have to tune it. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people don't do that. No, they don't. They don't tune their car, yeah. right? And so you're not really getting the best performance out of all those parts. That Definitely you're not. In. And uh, you might like get the best, like you might get get a gritty intake or some shit like that, right? But uh, if you're not tuning your car, that intake's waste. Yeah, it's useless, right? right? A lot of people they actually get uh, they actually test run their car on the dyno and they actually see negative or loss in power. Because they didn't tune their car. They just threw on the part, right? And that, I feel like a lot of people, they don't have the knowledge to actually think that they actually have to change stuff Yeah. on their maps. Yeah, so that's one thing to know. If you are modifying your engine uh, for performance or whatever, tune your car. Yeah. Just just do it. It'll help you a lot. It, it'll keep the engine more healthier too. Yeah. Because exactly. it won't be running lean or too rich, right? It'll run just right. So a lot of uh, the engine mods like let's say turbo kits or superchargers they actually as i said they come in kits right so a lot of these mods they need to be supported by other mods right like a turbo needs to get an intercooler right they also need you need to also run a oil line to the turbo so it's you know getting oil oil there you go so it's getting oil and i i there's a reason why people build over the winter because they actually have the time to actually do all this work because you're literally changing everything. Yeah, it definitely requires a lot of modifications outside of like just slapping on a supercharger yeah. or turbocharger, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so something like that, it'll definitely take up time. You know, we've had friends who've turboed their cars. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight, obviously. No. Mm -hmm. uh, it requires a lot of um, like, it's kind of attention to detail. Yeah. You kind of really have to know your car, yeah. know what you're doing to in order to do something like that. But even if your even if your car just comes stock with turbos like single turbo, twin turbo, you could even do a tune, you know, like a stage one, stage two tune. Yeah. And you could actually gain a lot of power from that. Definitely. And we see that a lot with like VWs that come stock with turbos already in them, especially the one ATs, two point Ts, all the Ts. They really do already have good performance. It's just they're very very dumbed down because of marketing and regulations, environmental regulations, I should say, that they actually have to kind of dumb it down. Right, so a lot of the cars already come with a lot more power. It's just they're not allowed by the government. Yeah, and you see it a lot with BMWs, for example. Yeah, uh, a lot of the engines, a lot of the modern engines, I should say, um, are twin turbos. Yeah, right, and they make a lot of power, but from factory, you know, they're limited. So, like a simple tune can like increase the power by a lot. Yeah, and I think that's one of the more popular mods that we see, especially with modern cars. Yeah, you know, with uh, with forced injection. Mm -hmm. A simple tune can, you know, go a long way. All right, guys, that's the end of our podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. I really hope you guys enjoyed this topic. I know I definitely did. But yeah, thanks for listening to us. If you guys have any inquiries or anything like that, hit us up at Northside Whips on Instagram or NorthsideWhips at gmail.com. Yeah, if you enjoy the podcast, definitely share it with your friends, family. Uh, we'll definitely appreciate that. It's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play something for everyone also stay tuned for next week when we're going to be announcing our christmas giveaway mm -hmm. so a special noise of whips giveaway just for you guys and i really hope you guys tune in to that because a lot of people didn't get it last time so but yeah thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next week